Hello, everyone, and once again, as always, welcome to On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. On Point, keeping you focused in the right direction. I'm blessed, and I feel privileged to be the facilitator, Vincent, Mr. Speaker. And I want you to please visit the bishop's website at robertgrudolph.org. There you can stay informed of what the bishop has going on in regards to ministry, as well as come up to speed with all the other podcasts and listen to this particular podcast as well. want to remind everyone that the podcast is also available on the Apple platform. And so today we're going to be talking about not being afraid. Don't be afraid. Coming from that book of Mark. And with that being said, here's a man who is fearless. The one, the only Bishop Robert Rudolph. How you doing, Bishop? I'm doing fine, brother. How you doing this morning or this evening, depending upon where the people are right now? I'm doing great. I'm doing just wonderful. It's always a privilege to be here to learn from your wonderful and magnificent teaching. So today we're looking forward to this whole concept of fear. Don't be afraid and how we can relinquish that fear. So I'm going to ask you if you can just open us up with the word of prayer and begin with this wonderful teaching from the book of Mark. Father, we thank you for this day and we thank you for the opportunity just to minister your word via the podcast. God, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Mr. Speaker, I'm excited about today because we're going to talk from the subject of don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And our scripture text is from Mark, the fourth chapter, verses 35 through 41. I'm going to give people an opportunity to get that. Again, gospel according to St. Mark 4, verses 35 through 41. And in a way of an introduction, let me tell everyone that God just reminds us through Mark's particular account of what happened with Jesus. Mark reminds us that God is in control of everything. I don't care if it's a storm. I don't care if it's a hurricane. I don't care if it's a tornado. Whatever it is, God is in control of everything. And God has power over nature. He has power over the wind. He has power over everything. And with that being said, you have to understand that if he is in control of nature, he is also in control of the events in your life. So let's look at verses 35 through 37. And I want you to understand that you shouldn't be afraid, first and foremost, because we have to note that there is a reality of the storm. In other words, the storm will come. Storms will come in our lives. Let's look at that. Verses 30. 5 through 37. This is what it says. And the same day when the evening was come, he said unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. And when he had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. Well, again, the first point I want to bring to you is that you've got to understand 
that storms are coming. No matter how beautiful the day looks, no matter how wonderful everything is, storms are coming. And just the moment that Jesus told his disciples, let's pass to the other side. Let's go on the other side. We've done everything that we can do on this side, in this area. But now let's go to the other side. And when he did that, the Bible says that a great storm came out of nowhere. Isn't that how it is, Mr. Speaker? Sometimes you think that everything is fine, everything is well. And out of nowhere, there comes a storm. There comes something that you don't understand. And so it's the reality of life that a storm will come. It will come, regardless of where you are, regardless of what you think. Storms are coming. Well, now let's talk about the next thing. In understanding that storms are coming, let's then begin to deal with the apprehension of those people around him. And I want to focus this as well as the people, the apprehension of those people who are around you, or even your apprehension. We're going to uh, Mark 4, again, verse 38 this time, Mark 4, 38. And this is what the Bible says. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest not, carest thou not that we perish? Okay. Everybody was filled with apprehension on the ship, except for Jesus. Because Jesus was fast asleep. I want to say that one more time for those people who didn't catch this. Whenever you know that Jesus is in control of everything, and when you know that he has everything in his hands, you can go to sleep because he has this and nobody can do anything about it. The Bible says that while the winds were going crazy and while it was thundering and even lightning and a lot of other things that happened throughout the storm, everybody else was filled with, app with apprehension. Everybody else was filled with anxiety except for who? For Jesus. Because Jesus knew that he was in control of the situation. So it really didn't matter what was going on. He was going to solve it. So the reality is that the storm is coming. Uh, the second thing I want to mention to you that there are people who will have anxiety due to the storm around you. And, and, and matter of fact, sometimes you would have uh, apprehension because of the storm. But don't be scared. Don't be afraid. But notice what happened when Jesus took control in verses 39 through 41. Again, Mark 4, verses 39 through 41. Look at this. And he arose. Now, they just asked Jesus, do you care that we're about to perish? You're down in here sleep. Let's wake you up. Do you really care that this is happening? The Bible says Jesus arose. And I like this because Jesus was cool, calm, and collected. He arose, and the Bible says, and rebuked the wind, and said unto, sea, unto the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, and said one to another, what manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him. Y'all check out how cool Jesus was. He got out of his sleep, came from the bottom of the ship to the front of the ship, 
and Jesus spoke to the wind. And I would just imagine that Jesus didn't even lift his voice. He didn't even raise his voice. He just said, peace, be still. Brothers and sisters, I'm here to tell you that Jesus can speak to your circumstances. I don't care what's going on. Jesus is in control of it and he can speak to your circumstances. And immediately when he said, peace be still, the wind ceased and the Bible says there was a great calm. And what Jesus did is he immediately rebuked or he immediately told his disciples, why are you scared? Why are you afraid? You had no faith. I mean, I created the wind, I created the storm. I created everything and I am asleep in the bottom of the ship and I come out and I just want to know why you have no faith. Brothers and sisters, I just want to say it just like Jesus did. Why are you scared? Why do you have no faith? Jesus said that he would never leave you. He said that he would never forsake you. He said that he would always work with you. Um, so why are you afraid? And even the disciples said to themselves, wow, what manner of man is this, that even the wind and the waves obey him? Even the elements obey Jesus. Mr. Speaker, Jesus was, I mean, he was just bad. Anybody that can get out of his sleep and step out on the boat and say, peace be still and everything cease, Oh, that's a bad brother right there. Jesus was on it. Oh, most definitely he was. And I, I look at this and they were fearful about the wind. And then even after he calmed the storm, they feared exceedingly. It's like what they're scared of now is that, that double fear. And when we go through life and we go through storms and, you know, over and over again, what is it that keeps us so fearful, even knowing that Jesus has done things before, because in my mind, I hear God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. But yet I'm still shaking in my boots. I'm scared. And then Jesus himself even told us that, you know, in this life, you're going to have tribulation. But guess what? I've overcome the world. So now we have the man in the boat and in the boat with us in our lives because we have the Holy Spirit. But why do we still yet fear, Bishop? Pastor, I think it's just this thing called the human element. That's all it is. Because we're human and we're viewing from a different lens than what Jesus is viewing from. And when you're looking at it from a different perspective, it is so, I mean, it's just totally different. But when you realize who is in control, you have to take out the human element and say, I know what it looks like, but Jesus is in the midst of the situation. I don't have to fear. I don't have to fret. I will not, I repeat, I will not be afraid. So enemy, whatever you have that you're ready to bring it against me, I'm not afraid because Jesus is walking with me. He told me in his word that goodness and mercy would follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So if if I got goodness and mercy uh, on the side of me, I don't have to worry about anything. If I have Jesus standing there with me, I don't have to worry about anything. Jesus is in control. So do not, saints, do not be afraid. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it smells like. It, it doesn't even, it, it may not even make sense to you right now. 
but don't worry about it because Jesus, God, is in control. Wow, I like that. And really, when you said the reality that things are going to happen, life happens and people around you will say different things, even try to discourage you, but don't allow that to get into your spirit. Just remember, Jesus is in control. And I think a lot of times even, and I'm going to look at it from the standpoint of men, we want to be in control. We want to, we want to handle things, but in order for God to move, we got to relinquish it. And he's all powerful. There's nothing we can do. This is truly powerful and it helps to increase my faith on today, Bishop. Well, don't let the, don't, don't worry about the current storm and then watch this. Don't even worry about the next storm because we know it's going to come. But don't even worry about it because Jesus is in control of the land and the sea. And whatever he said he would do, he is going to do it. He has the power to calm the storms in our lives. So don't be afraid. Family, saints, friends, do not be afraid. God is in control. I love it, Bishop. Uh, well, you can just close us out with a powerful word of prayer for that person that's listening now that really wants to give up on life because they can't see and they fear and the enemy is just planting all kinds of things in their mind. Pray that they won't be afraid. Father, we do thank you for this word on today. And thank you, God, for knowing that you are in control of every situation, no matter how desperate, no matter how shaky things look, you are in control. And Father, I give everything to you right now. All of my worries, all of my apprehensions, all of my anxiety, I give them to you in the name of Jesus. And God, I truly plead the blood of Jesus over this situation. It is so and it is done and I claim it so. The enemy will not come in and harm me. The enemy will not come in and tear me down because I believe in you and I'm going to be strong in you. Now, God, give us the faith to believe that and give us the hope to believe that you can do everything. And Lord, if there is somebody here who really is dealing with the situation now, touch them and strengthen them and help them in the midst of circumstances. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen. And I wanna say thanks to the listening audience for joining us today in hearing this great teaching. I'm reminding you, please check out the Bishop's website at Robert G. Rudolph. Org, and that's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and stay informed of the Bishop's events. Also, remember, check it out on the Apple platform. Once again, you've been listening to On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. On Point, keeping you focused in the right direction.